This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Welcome back, friends, to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, the founder of the Ops Authority and the creator of the Director of Operations Certification Program. Today, our focus is about letting your your unique strengths guide your career and your business growth. So it doesn't matter if you are listening today and you are an operator inside of a business, meaning that that is your full-time career, or if you're here and you're leveraging those operational skills to build a business as a service provider, Either way, this message is going to be extremely impactful. And the great thing is I'm going to leverage some information and do a little small training on the Colby Index, which is the tool that we here at the Ops Authority leverage massively to help people understand what their unique strengths are. So I want you to hang out today and learn a lot about yourself, but also how you can use that to build that next version of yourself that has been so impactful for me. And I know that it's going to be equally impactful for you. Alrighty, friends, but before we dive in, I want to make sure that you join us in our upcoming information session. Head on over to theopsauthority.com forward slash discover. The intent of our time together that day, which by the way, is October the 19th, we are going to be sharing the specifics of what a director of operations is, what they do, how they perform, different ways you can build your business and all about the certification program. So head on over to theopsauthority.com forward slash discover. We would love to have you here. We realize that we do multiple trainings a year on different skills and up-leveling you as a person to help you be the best operator, but we wanna dial it back a little bit and give you another view of how a DOO shows up what they need, who they are, and a whole lot about what we have put together inside of our program. So we look forward to seeing you guys on October the 19th. So on that note of talking about your next level business and career and leveraging the DOO program potentially, I want to give you guys a snip into my education, my training, my passion for really dialing into your unique strengths. If you've hung out here for a while, you know that we heavily leverage a mission, vision, and values structure. That is like the foundational part of work that we need to do. And honestly, you can leverage that professionally and personally. I've done both. It is the foundation of lots of life coaching type of exercise or therapy type of exercises. But at the same time, it is also really, really important for us as we're helping women to create legacy businesses that support their lifestyle. To do that, we have to know what their mission, vision, and values are, kind of what their compass is, so that we can be very, very cautious about not creating and duplicating somebody else's business, but 
truly making this unique to you. So today we're going to be talking about the Colby Index. And this Colby Index, it's outside, you know, when we sit down to write our mission, vision, and values, that is very much an internal exercise. And I know there's a lot of you ladies here who are fact finders and we love to do assessments. And we've been talking about those assessments in the last couple of episodes, but today is going to be focused primarily exclusively on the Colby because there's so much information that we learned from this. And I'm going to go in to why I think that this is the premier assessment that you need to do when you're going into business or truly when you're in a growth mindset. So here we go. To get started, I've referred to the Colby several times now. And if this is something that is brand new to you, let me just right off the bat tell you that it is spelt K-O-L-B-E, the Colby Index. And for today's podcast episode, I'm going to be referring to the Colby A index. There are several different assessments that they have, but this is the one that I feel is going to be the most helpful in our conversation. Because again, our conversation today is all about leveraging your unique strengths to build a career that's right for you. So you can avoid copying and pasting other models, other frameworks, and doing that kind of short, it feels like shortcut work, but it never aligns completely to you because it's somebody else's truly. So the thing I love about Colby is the output that you're going to get from the Colby assessment has nothing to do with your social style or how smart you are. It's how you will and how you won't naturally take action. What I just described to you is what is called conation how you will and won't naturally take action. Naturally is the key word I want to hold on to here. Conative, this is an action that's derived from your instincts, comes from the doing part of your brain. And by the way, you have two other parts of your brain, so three in total, but you've got the other two outside of that conative part are your cognitive and your affective. And we've talked about these several times on the podcast As a little recap, the cognitive part of your mind is your thinking mind. It is going to measure or look at your IQ, your knowledge, your education. Lots of times, this is what I refer to as your hard skills, right? The things that we learn in college, the things that we learn from experiences and and different job opportunities that we've had in the past. The other part of your brain is the affective, and this is the feeling part of our brain. This is what looks at our desires, our motivations, our preferences, and that key word that I always refer back to, your values. So this is the emotional part of your mind. To summarize, we've got three different parts. We've got your conative, we have your cognitive, and we have your affective. Conative is your instincts. The way that you do take action, that's conative. Cognitive is your thinking mind, and affective is the feeling part of your mind. And when it comes to building your business, you're likely going to leverage all three parts of those. But the two areas that I see being most helpful in building a business that is aligned to you specifically is your conative and affective portions of your brain. So the Colby assessment is all about that conative part of your brain. The reason we love that here at the Ops Authority is it gives you direct feedback on the way that you naturally take action. The more aware you can be of that innate, the instinctual way that you show up to perform work, 
the greater the ability you have to then take those instincts and formulate something that feels really good. When we do this, we create ease. We minimize stress and we maximize the energy that you have to dedicate to work. Now here we have an all-female audience. We certify and train directors of operations and our entire audience that we work with are females. We know that females balance, I mean, everybody does, but We specifically work with females because I fully identify with the number of hats that a female wears as they're trying to do both life and business. So it is of utmost importance to me as the creator, the founder, the supporter, the mentor of so many women who are on this path to help them create businesses that come with ease, that align with them. So This is why we are big supporters and proponents of the Colby assessment. In fact, with every single person who applies to our director of operations program, we ask for their Colby profile. We do this so that we have a better glimpse into who we're supporting and we can tailor how we support them based off of this information. Remember, the Colby Index is going to give you your innate and instinctual way that you process and do, perform, actively work in your business and actually how you take charge of projects. So very instrumental piece in our work. And I hope by today's episode, we can help you to better understand your Colby or at least get you interested so that you go out there and you take that Colby index and learn a whole lot more about yourself. So let me stop really quick. If you have never taken the Colby index, let me give you a link to go do that real quick. If you head over to bit.ly forward slash NG, my initials, Natalie Kingrick, capital K for Colby, K-O-L-B-E, capital A again. Woo, that's a mouthful. So if you didn't catch that, head on over to the show notes and you'll be able to get that there. But it's bit.ly forward slash lowercase NG, capital K for Colby, and then A at the end. Check the show notes for the cliff notes there. (laughs) But it's really important to me that you get this assessment done so that you have this information. Alrighty, but I also know a large part of our audience has already taken the Colby assessment and all of our certified directors of operations have that. So for me to help bridge the gap between you building a better business, we want you to get familiar with the way that you take action, which is going to be the byproduct of what the Colby assessment is. And Colby does this by grouping your results into four different action modes. Those action modes are fact finder, follow through, quick start, and implementer. I'm going to go through and explain all four of those and give you some examples of what it's like to be a high as well as a low in each of these four different action modes. Before we dive in, one more thing. I wanna let you know that there is not a right or a wrong with any Colby. And I'm not just saying that. I'm telling you there are benefits and opportunities with every single number and result that you are going to get. So I'm gonna break this down first. And I'm also going to help you to see how you can utilize your unique results to build that business that's best for you. So the very first action mode that we're gonna talk about is Fact finder. When we talk about fact finding, this is how you gather and share information. So with Colby, your results are going to come back anywhere from a one to a 10 scale. One 
is going to be on the lower side and 10 is going to be on the higher side. Now, hear me. That doesn't mean that one is good or bad and 10 is good or bad. We are looking for the combination of numbers and results that you're going to get so that we can help you to understand and be aware of, again, where those natural instincts are. So in the world of fact-finding, where we're looking at gathering and sharing information, someone who has a low fact-finder is going to have the gift of being able to cut through the complexity. An overview is just enough for them. That's exactly what they need. Whereas someone who is a high fact finder is going to like a lot of research, prefers details, likes agendas, loves priorities. They are not going to be able to make really quick snap decisions and judgments. They prefer written words, kind of case study-like. So that is the difference in a high and a low fact finder. The next action mode is follow through. Follow through is how you organize and design. So a low follow through is going to have the gift of being able to be very flexible. They're going to adapt with ease. And a high follow through is someone who is very process driven, systematized, loves schedules, very organized, likes organizing sees things very sequentially. These people don't deviate from the plan and they love a checklist. So when you think about a follow-through and a high follow-through specifically, they love and prefer charts, checklist, timelines. Do you sense project manager there? (laughs) Because I know a lot of project managers who have a very high follow-through. Alrighty, the third action mode is a quick start. This is how you deal with risk and uncertainty in everything, not just business, not just personal, but how you deal with risk. So we've got low quick starts and high quick starts again. And low quick starts like to mitigate risk. They stick with what's working. They are going to really help you to stabilize and gain consistency. Whereas on the flip side, a high quick start has the gift of being very innovative. They love to brainstorm. They are just fine with the newness, right? So they their mind is always moving. They're all they're very very creative people. They don't mind chaos and they also don't mind ambiguity. I oftentimes see that high quick starts are verbal processors. They like lots of options. They don't mind challenges because their mind is very fast at being able to solve the risk or the uncertainty. They don't mind risk and uncertainty. They also need near-term deadlines. They're not someone who likes to ideate and to think and think and think. They are going to make those quick decisions. The fourth mode, and honestly, from an operations perspective, this is the mode that we probably look at the least amount in the world of online business, but we're still going to talk about it today. So the fourth mode is called implementer. It's how you handle space and tangibles. I need you to hear that because a lot of times people will say, oh, I have a low implementer. I'm not going to be a good virtual assistant or project manager or whatever. This is not what you are thinking of as far as implementation In our world of being service providers, we associate implementer with the ability to get stuff done. That is not how the Colby is interpreting implementer. The definition for implementer as it relates to the Colby index is how you handle space and tangibles. So how you use a paintbrush, how you use a pen, how you build something. 
important for you to know the difference there. So a low implementer is going to be someone who has the ability to imagine how things could work together. A high implementer is going to be someone who is very physical, mechanical. They like models, videos, require face-to-face interaction, and they like demonstrations. Imagine someone who is a builder. Probably the best analogy I have here or example I have here is someone who likes to build versus the architect who's going to be creating the plans. In summary, we have those four modes that make up the Colby A index, fact finder, follow through, quick start, and implementer. Now, a lot of our audience is going to have a profile that is very similar to mine, and I'm going to share mine with you guys today. I am a seven in the fact finder, an eight in follow through, a three in the quick start, and a three in the implementer. So I would read that a seven, eight, three, three. As you become more familiar with Colby, you'll hear and see people tossing out those four numbers, and that's the result of the assessment. But again, I want to reemphasize that just because my profile is a what we call a leading follow through, that second number, remember it's 7833, fact finder, follow through, quick start, implementer. That's the order in which they are read. And my leading instinct is follow through. So you guys know I've built this community around the skill set of being a project manager because that's my gift. And when I started to coach and mentor other people, I was seeing that same gift. So I identify and work well with people who are project managers. Now, I've done a lot of work to help other people to see that they are project managers too. And when we boil it back, it looks like my community has a lot of high follow-throughs, meaning they are six, seven, eights, nines, and tens in our community. But as we get more and more information on who is making up this community and who's coming through the certification, in our community, we have a lot of fact finders and follow-throughs, high fact finders, high follow-throughs. Quick starts is very different. This information truly helps us to pick the right accountability advisor for you when you come into our program. That quick start is a big differentiator. A lot of us, the majority of us, probably 70% of directors of operations have a lower quick start. We work well because we complement those fast-paced entrepreneurs who have so many ideas because those people are oftentimes high quick starts and truly low fact finders. So we complement them really, really well. But I want to make sure that you guys hear this, that this is not a place where you have to fit in a certain box to be a really good certified director of operations. We have many different profiles that come through, and it's our job to leverage this information from the Colby to help you to identify prospective clients that are going to fit well with you. For us to help coach you inside of our program, we want to know this so that we can get you with the right people. There is no right or wrong Colby in the world, in your business, in my business, in the certification. It really comes down to knowing who you are. And this information helps us to know how you take action with the greatest amount of ease. We hear a lot of time inside of our community that 
our operators don't enjoy marketing. Now, it makes sense. When I look at a profile that's very similar to mine, marketing requires us to be very nimble, to take very fast action, to make quick decisions. That's all very indicative of a higher quick start. So we're still gonna have to market our businesses, right? But we're gonna look at how we can build businesses and market them by leveraging that high fact finder and that high follow through if you have a profile like mine. Otherwise, we're gonna guide you very differently. Ultimately, here at the Ops Authority, I want you to have this information so that you know more about yourself so that you can maximize the energy that you have. We all have a finite amount of energy. We wanna make sure that you maximize that energy that's given to you and we minimize the stress or the friction so that you can have traction, you can move with greater ease. Now, the last episode I talked all about being aware of your personality or that affective part of you so that you can build a business that fills in great integrity with yourself. Now we're layering on top of that with this Colby assessment. Your ops activity for this week is to tell us what your Colby is. Head on over to theopsinsiders.com. You're going to see a post there and we're going to be asking you what your four number Colby index results are. It'll be so fun to see what the larger part of our community's natural action modes are. And it also helps us to guide the content most appropriately for you. When we started the podcast today, I wanted to make sure that you understood what the Colby Index is and how you can use it as a tool in identifying your unique strengths. And then on top of that, once you get those results and you can analyze and understand them, which I hope that I've helped you today, you can leverage those to put together a business product, a business plan a business model, and maybe it's your business offering. As you go to build or further develop in any of those that I just described, I want you to get to know the natural way that you take action. If I'm working with somebody who is coming through our director of operations program and they are a high quick start, I'm probably going to navigate them towards more of a project-based model. Remember when I described a high quick start, they are much more comfortable in that innovative brainstorming place. They don't mind chaos. Frankly, they are perfect for short-term engagements, right? It's fast. It turns over very quickly. And they still likely have the gift of that fact finder space. So they're good to come in as consultants and also as a excellent project manager who works in temporary or short-term assignments. Now, on the flip side, if someone comes in and has a profile that is similar to mine, which is a high fact finder, high follow through, lower quick start, they're probably going to be more of a service-based business. And that means that they are going to come into people's businesses and support them. But that doesn't mean that they're not capable of building their own business. We use this information to help them build and market a business that feels good to them. And it's got to be different than those who have a high quick start. There is no such thing as a business in a box. And I'm going to continue throughout this series to remind you guys that you cannot copy and paste anybody out there. And at the same time, we have access to so many amazing tools. Some of them are self-reflective where we can come up with our mission, vision, and values. Some of them are those personality tests that reflect 
our affective parts of us, the feeling part. So this is more about our personality. And then here today, we talked about the conative index, which is going to tell you the way that you naturally take action. So when you put all three of those together, kind of your goals and desires, your personality, and the way that you naturally take action, when you have that, you're going to reach that six, the level of success that you desire with a lot more ease. I'm going to wrap up today with a little bit of vulnerability and share how I have not leveraged the way that I naturally do and take action, how I built my first business. I don't even know if we can call it a business, but I can tell you the experience that I went through and how now looking back in reflection, why there was so much resistance there. So when I first left corporate America, it was on my heart to do something where I could lead with legacy. I knew that that's what was really going to be behind my success, but I didn't know, heck, I didn't know anything about the online world. I was just getting to know a lot about it. And I thought, even as I was transitioning from corporate, I thought, man, I'll go into life coaching. Heck, maybe I'll go back to school and become a counselor. That was very much on my heart because the mentoring part of my work that I was doing in corporate was so powerful for me. I felt so connected to the transformations that I was allowed to be a part of. So that was the next thing in my mind was I'll become a life coach. And so I went down the rabbit trail of learning all about life coaching, looking at the certifications that existed. And I love to learn because I'm a fact finder. So I got really excited about that part. So it was on my heart at that moment to what I say, (laughs) what I call save the working women of America. It was something that was highly relative to the place that I had come out of. And a lot of times we build businesses based off of our own experiences. And so anyhow, I went into this, I was learning about online business. I had no idea about business models or anything like that. What I did and what I was familiar with was the world of blogging. So in my mind, I was going to build a business off of blogging. So writing lots and lots of articles, having ads run to them and all kinds of other things. And I faced so much resistance to that. Number one, I am a, what we would call a perfectionist. Because I'm a perfectionist, I am a high fact finder. I love to organize details. So it took me a very, very, very long time for me to actually write content. If I'm going to be a blogger, that's not going to be a helpful skill, right? The next piece was marketing this. So when it came to getting more readers to look at this information, I needed to be able to do that in a very swift manner. I'm not a quick start. This was not helping my case whatsoever. So I took a fantastic idea, a great mission, but I overlaid it with a business model that would truly, in retrospect, never be conducive to having the amount of success that I desired and frankly, that I needed to be able to pay our financial obligations here as a family. So fast forward becoming familiar with the Colby, understanding how my Colby, the way I naturally take action, my cognitive abilities drive me, I needed to create a completely different business. And I did that for a short time. Of course, I'm not in that business anymore, but we turned that mission into private events. So again, remember, I am a project manager. I've got that high follow through. I've got the ability to create amazing projects because I've got that fact finder, the high fact finder score with me. 
You put those two together and I could orchestrate amazing events. I could pull together content. I didn't need content every single day. I needed content like once a quarter or once a month, whenever those meetups were going to be much more conducive to the type of person that I am and the way I naturally take action. So I hope that this helps you to see that you can leverage this knowledge that is already made available to you through the Colby Index to build a business that works really well with you. Become aware of your tendencies to be a fact finder, follow through, quick start. Leverage the business model that fits best to you. Alrighty, friends, as a reminder, head on over to theopsinsiders.com. I want you to drop your Colby Index And we're going to be learning so much more about the people that make up our community. And I'll be sharing what gifts you have, regardless of the results that you get. We'll be talking about the different things that you can do with those results. It's not a one size fits all. Not all operators fall into a specific Colby profile. I want to make sure that you guys know that, but I do know that you can leverage the results that you get to build a business that works best. Last thing I'll remind you of is we have this incredibly powerful Discover the DOO information session coming up. Register for it at theopsauthority.com forward slash discover. We're gonna continue the conversation about how you can build a business by leveraging those operational skills you already have, maybe even finding more that you have that you're not even leveraging today and put them together to build the next level of your career or a business, actually monetize the skills that you have in a model that makes sense. Alrighty, friends, thank you so much for hanging out today. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.